Hello and welcome to the Imagineer Podcast, your unofficial guide to all things Disney. I'm your host, Matthew Krull, and you're listening to episode 134 of the Imagineer Podcast. This week, Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind opened at Epcot in Walt Disney World. Since the announcement in 2017 that this attraction would be coming to the park, fans of Marvel and of Epcot have been speculating, wondering, and asking what is this experience going to be like? And now that the attraction is open, the collective consensus is Wow, this attraction is amazing, and it certainly is an out-of-this-world experience, pun intended. It not only takes guests into the world of Guardians of the Galaxy, but has such a strong fit into world discovery, which is one of the things we're going to talk about in today's episode. If you haven't had the chance to experience this attraction yet, I strongly recommend you head down to Walt Disney World to give it a shot because it really is an incredible addition to Walt Disney World and one that I know fans are going to be enjoying for decades to come. In today's episode, I had the pleasure, the honor of chatting with Wyatt Winter, the senior producer of Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind at Walt Disney Imagineering. We spoke a bit about his role on the attraction, what it was like to develop this experience, and things you should look out for on your next visit to the wonders of Xandar Pavilion at Epcot. Before we jump into the episode, I of course want to give a special thank you and shout out to our sponsor, WDW Magazine. You can learn more about WDW Magazine by heading to their website, which you can find a link in the show notes of this episode or at imagineerpodcast.com. At the end of the episode, I'll come back and tell you a little bit more about how you can connect with the Imagineer podcast on all your favorite social media channels and how you can help to inspire and create the future of this show. So grab some headphones, pull up your favorite armchair, and enjoy this episode of the Imagineer podcast. Wyatt, welcome to Imagineer Podcast. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks so much for chatting with me about Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind, brand new attraction at Epcot at Walt Disney World. So excited to chat with you. To yeah. frame the conversation, I thought it would be a great idea to start with your role on the project. So can you talk a little bit about your role on Cosmic Rewind? Yeah, so I am the, served as the senior producer for this project, and that's my title as well as, as, well as the role on the job. Um, and what I describe that as is really kind of the project manager and kind of lead for all the creative and design half of the project. And so kind of helping everything from ideation, blue sky, what is this, to executing it in the field and helping kind of guide and lead the teams. That's a dream role I know for a lot of people listening right now. And I am certainly looking forward to asking some specific questions about this project. And you know, one of the ones I wanted to start with had to do with the overall theme and story of Epcot, because it's 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 evolving into a new direction. And I'm curious how your team went about, you and the team went about developing the story so that it fit into the narrative of Epcot's world discovery. Yeah, I mean, that was a very important thing for us as a team. We all grew up as a fan of Epcot, coming here as a guest through all the different decades. And one of the ways we did that as we started looking at it was just 
Xandar itself felt and looked very Epcotian, as we say in the project or in the attraction. Um, and so that was a leaping off point for us and thinking about Xandar and their kind of futuristic city. Um, and then how do we maybe bring that here? And that whole idea of this other world showcase pavilion um, and showcasing their culture and their people and technology. And that really kind of led us into that story um, and everything from our Xandar gallery and the Galaxarium, being able to tell stories that if it was about uh, China Pavilion or American Adventure, the same things you really talk about the people and their culture and all of that. It just happens to be a totally different planet. Yeah, when the project was announced, I was curious, how is this going to fit into Epcot? And now that it is here and I've seen as much as I possibly can about the attraction, it seems to fit so perfectly, which is such a, a great part of this attraction. You mentioned the Xandar, the wonders of Xandar Pavilion, and I love the fact that it's the same bones of the universe of Energy Pavilion. So as a, you mentioned, you're a, you know, a fan of Epcot. What was it like to sort of repurpose the existing Universe of Energy Pavilion into the Wonders of Xandar Pavilion. Yeah, I mean, that's a big part of this whole project was kind of paying homage to the past, looking forward as well, and kind of straddling those two worlds. Um, and that Universe of Energy building is just this massive kind of iconic piece of Epcot architecture. And so taking that, evolving it, um, really the outside is the main part that remains inside is totally different. Um, barely anything remained there, um, but it was kind of how do we keep that? And it was fun to have an attraction that we no one really could see it. We built that building existed. We built the other building out back. And so we could build all of this and have a good surprise at the end for everyone. It definitely has that wow factor now that it's open and people are able to experience it. And we have to talk about, I want to go back to Marvel in a little bit, but I really have to ask about the ride system. It's such a unique design. I love when Imagineering combines existing ideas. This feels like you take a roller coaster and you put an Omnimover on top of it. So how did your team go about thinking about and creating this ride system? Yeah, some of our team members had had this idea for a roller coaster system that could do this. So that was out there around the same time we were coming up with this idea for a replacement for Universe of Energy. So we married those two things up. But I think what made it truly unique was to be able to control that rotation. Because we at Disney have had other attractions, other coasters that rotated, and there's some others out there in the world but this one is unique in the way it does it and that we can program it. And really, like you said, an Omni mover, this is that next evolution of it. And we wanted to, again, pay homage to that past while looking forward um, and put you into that story. And I think one of the, that was what drove it and started it, but then it really created some new sensations and physical feelings that were totally different. That was yeah, a, it's... not a surprise, but it was a, we always wanted that, but I think to the extent that happened was a, it was even more than we had hoped for. It's an amazing design. It's I'm always amazed to see the new attractions and the new technology that's available and the create. It's really a lot of creativity that's involved here, which is fantastic. And the sort of um, you know characters, the integration with Marvel. Of course, we have the the Guardians of the Galaxy 
characters and storyline integrated into the experience. What was the driving force? You mentioned a little bit about the 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 sort of perfect fit with Xandar, which I think sort of answers the question of why Guardians of the Galaxy. But when you think about the the timeline, there's always with Guardians with the with sorry Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. We know the timeline is sort of set between the events of Star Wars: The Last Jedi and Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker. How do you think about the timeline placement within the MCU for this attraction? So one of the things with this attraction and some of our others around the world that have opened up or soon to be is they really take place today. They are here and now and today. And so that pulls it a little bit out of the movie timelines. Um, we obviously talk a lot about the Battle of Xandar and what stuff events that happen after the first Guardians film. So we kind of say that we're after that, but we are not in any specific timeline tied to the films um and so we are our own kind of world if you will i guess you can almost say it. it's not a, a multiverse if you will but it's we're our own thing um and some of the stuff at disney's california adventure and upcoming in paris take that same idea that it's here today and it's its own kind of time period absolutely it makes so much sense and it can evolve with the new yeah. series and movies and anything else that comes out the placement will be evergreen within epcot which is a great fit. exactly um you know guardians of the galaxy one of the main components as we know is music it's why guardians of the galaxy mission breakout you have these incredible songs that are part of the experience and that's the same with guardians of the galaxy cosmic rewind I can imagine you have, you know, hundreds of potential songs on the list to now narrow down to just six soundtracks. How did the team go about picking the six soundtracks that we now have for the attraction? Yeah, that was one of the most fun and probably hardest <laughs> ones because we do. Everyone had an opinion on what song it should or shouldn't be. Um, we for years have been talking about it and we played some different songs. We do animatics and different digital studies for any of our attractions and this one's no different and we'd lay music on top of it and so we would start to listen to it we went in with hey here's some of our favorites here's what we think could work and surprisingly none of those that worked digitally through our animatics worked physically on the ride they're just once you layered in the physical sensations it didn't quite match up so it's very interesting. We started to figure out what did, what didn't work, something that needs to work right out of the gates and be recognizable and part of the launch, but then keep that energy all the way through the entire ride. Um, and eventually, uh, September was one of the first songs that we probably about halfway through or a little bit more than halfway through our process landed on. And it was like, this worked, this was fun. It was enjoyable. You could sing, you could dance. Um, and all of that. And then we kind of went from there uh, to eventually get our six. And I think there's amongst our team and hearing um, our guests and our cast members talk about it. Everyone has their favorite. Um, and it's been funny that I don't think there's any consensus that one of the songs is a by far in a way lead. There's really this kind of a uh, love for your own personal favorite. Yeah, I love that too. There's a couple that are per in particular, I think, really strong fits for the story. Like one yep. way or another, I'm going to get you and everyone yep. want to rules the world. And I feel like there's a really strong tie into the storyline that happens on the attraction too, which is so great. Um, 
you know, obviously we're talking a little bit about Marvel, so I imagine that there was probably some teamwork with the team at Marvel. And I know that the cast specifically recorded a lot of footage, unique footage, original footage for this attraction. So what was it like to work with the team and the cast over at Marvel for this experience? Yeah, it was great to partner with them as a whole and with the studio to kind of bounce ideas off for the story from early days of what is this, how does it work, um, to then reviewing scripts and being on set in Atlanta with the film team to film. And so uh, from James Gunn and the cast, all of them right there on set, um, and then filming uh, our other characters with Glenn Close and Terry Crews joining us as well. Um, that was a separate shoot. That was a ton of fun too, to kind of step back into that world for her and his first time as part of that world. Yeah, I the pre-shows are amazing. I'm, I'm not going to spoil anything. I'm not going to ask how you did certain things at the pre-show <laughs> because there's some incredible effects there that will blow everybody's minds when they experience it for the first time. Um, but I'm, I'm curious personally for you, what is your favorite part of the attraction? Oh, I that's I get that question and it kind of changes depending on what's going on, to be honest. I think um, probably twofold, I guess I'm going to cop out and give you two answers. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> I think this new ride system um, is a huge one. Um, having kind of added to that pantheon of Disney coasters and all of that, that doesn't happen every day. And so, and being so unique and different was a fun one for that. Um, and then I think just the scale of this project and this attraction you don't quite grasp it until you see it in person and do it all. Um, and we, it was kind of a badge of pride that we were able to keep a lot of it pretty secret along the way and then reveal it. Um, and I don't think people realized how much was going to be in there and projects like these don't come along every day. And so it's to be part of that and kind of bring it to life, but front door to exit, there's something really almost for everybody. And, almost multiple attractions in one. Yeah, it it definitely that's a that's a great answer. I love I'm I'm okay with the multiple answers. <laughs> I I get questions like that. I'm always the same way. I yeah. can't pick just one. Um you mentioned earlier the just a couple more questions, the the fact that this you know, your fans of of Epcot, I know that a lot of nostalgic Epcot fans were yeah. were wondering what this experience is going to be like, but the great thing about it is not only is it such a great uh, uh sort of you know, future attraction for this park, but it also is, I found, loaded with Easter eggs and even some nods to the universe of energy. So oh. what are a couple of things that Epcot fans who've grown up with this park can look forward to in terms of Easter eggs from Guardians of the Galaxy or from Marvel or the old Epcot? Yeah, so there's all of those in there. Um, some are a little more hidden, some are more overt. Um, I think... Uh, universe of energy obviously because we were there there's a couple things we use the old uh icon for the pavilion that plays part throughout different graphics um we talk about how as zandarians learn about us terrans they've learned about epcot center and radial city plan designs and kind of connecting original epcot center to some of their city planning and the shared love of good design uh, and then I think my favorite one is we were able to redo the Universe of Energy song in a rock version. 
that plays and if you know it you hear it but it's plays when you first the villain when isan and guardians and you all meet up on the ride um you hear that song and i think to be able to get that in it was kind of a early moment and then it was like we did it it's fun and plays on multiple levels Absolutely. I, I, I loved that, by the way. I heard that and I'm like, that is so incredible. Yeah. Last question for you, Wyatt. I, you know, there's so much that went into this project. It was years of work. Now that it is finally here, what are you most proud of from the last several years of working to now seeing it come to life? Uh, I think I'm going to give quick two answers to that one again, too. I think the team and all of us together, you really kind of forge this family as your in the trenches together and sometimes spend more time together than with your own family or friends. Um, yeah. And so kind of all of that together. Um, and then knowing that this thing's going to be here for decades, years, decades um, at Epcot and people enjoying it and seeing the reactions out there. Um, I don't think we, we always hope that people are going to enjoy it and have fun. And I think the reaction to this one has been over the moon and just fun to see all that. Just people laughing and smiling when they get off. I'm sure that's going to be a, a thing that you'll see for decades to come and one that will bring many new guests and returning guests to Epcot to experience again and again. Wyatt, thank you so much for answering some of these questions and chatting yeah. with us. I know you have a very busy schedule and for all your work with Cosmic Rewind. It's been such a pleasure to chat with you. Yeah, happy to do it. Thanks for having me. And with that, we close out episode 134 of the Imagineer podcast. I want to give a very special thank you to Walt Disney Imagineering and in particular to Wyatt for taking the time to chat with me about this attraction experience and learn a little bit more about what it was like to develop this incredible new attraction at Walt Disney World. I, of course, want to turn this conversation over to you and hear what you are looking forward to the most on your next trip to experience this attraction. And perhaps is there a particular soundtrack that you're really hoping for on your next ride through this roller coaster? You can send me your answers and feedback in so many different ways. I would encourage you as always to follow us and connect with us on social media, on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and LinkedIn at Imagineer Podcast. You can join our Facebook group, the Imagination, also called the Imagineer Podcast Disney Fan Community. And you can follow us on YouTube at youtube.com slash Imagineer Podcast and on Twitter at Imagineer News. I would encourage you to connect in all of those places. Of course, if you don't already subscribe to the show, make sure to hit that subscribe or follow button on your favorite podcast app. And if you have us uh, just a moment to leave us a rating or a review, or both in the Apple Podcast Store. That does so much to help this community out. And I want to thank the more than 620 of you who have left a five-star rating in our Apple Podcast Store, which gives us an overall total of 4.9 out of five. I sincerely appreciate it. It has helped this community out tremendously and encourages me to keep moving forward and making this community and this podcast even better for you. If you want to take your love of Imagine Your Podcast to the next level, definitely look into our Patreon group over at patreon.com slash podcast, where you can help to support the show financially and in return get extra perks, rewards, bonus content, and so much more. You can see what is currently available by heading to our Patreon page, and you can find the link to that in the show notes of this episode as well. 
And when you're ready to book a trip to Walt Disney World to visit Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind or any other Disney destination for that matter, definitely look into our travel partner, Magical Park Vacations, and their sister company, WDW Park Planners. You can learn more about them at MagicalParkVacations.com and www.parkplanners.com. And again, I've got the link for you in the show notes of this episode and over at ImagineerPodcast.com. Last but not least, I want to encourage you as always to go after your hopes, your dreams, your goals, whatever you might be looking to accomplish. Take those first steps today to make those dreams come true. And remember, as always, that amazing quote from Horizons. If you can dream it, you can do it. Thank you so much for listening to the show, and we'll see you again in a future episode of the Imagineer Podcast. most magical celebration every moment is amazing the joy is never-ending and the memories last a lifetime because when you celebrate with us nothing could be more magical contact magical park vacations to book your walt disney world resort vacation today call 585-662-3686 or visit magicalparkvacations.com